three, two, one. Who is Zion Williamson? Well, if you're someone who's not tapped into the sports world like me, then I'll tell you that Zion is that Duke University star whose shoe exploded in a February basketball match against North Carolina. Yeah, that guy. Not only was the exploding shoe a huge story in sports this year, it resulted in Nike's stock losing about $1.1 billion days after the incident. But for those of you who do follow sports, I don't have to tell you who this 6'7", 280-pound NBA rookie from the New Orleans Pelicans is. All I have to tell you is be careful with how you answer that question. You see, there are two narratives that are currently being written about Zion, about his future. The first being that Zion is the next LeBron James, the next billionaire athlete. And at the age of 19, the talk surrounding Zion is quite remarkable. It's something that the basketball world has not seen since LeBron. Whether it's his raw physicality, his leadership, his playmaking abilities, or his will to win, Zion is arguably going to be the most talked about athlete in sports for the next decade. But there is a second narrative, one which I completely agree with, and that is Zion becoming another high-profile bust. I know the expectations surrounding this kid are high, I know he is regarded as a once-in-a-lifetime talent by NBA scouts, executives, media, and fans, but there are a lot of signs that point to Zion flopping in the NBA, signs that I'll discuss after this intro. And although I never wish failure upon anyone in life, I feel like I'm obligated to be a straight shooter with everyone, to call it like it is, and say that Zion is not worth a $75 million shoe deal with Jordan. To say that this kid, who's not played a single minute in the NBA, is not the next LeBron James. Because this week's episode is called, Zion is a Billion Dollar Bust in the Making. Okay, so you're probably wondering why I keep using the word billion when I talk about Zion. And I know it may sound crazy to combine those two together, but that combo is what experts have said long before Zion was drafted by the Pelicans in June. Specifically, sports marketers like Bob Dorfman from Baker Street Advertising. To give you some perspective, back in November of 2018, Dorfman was featured in this Forbes article discussing Zion's potential of earning a billion dollars in his basketball career. He said, and I quote, We know he's got game. His head seems screwed on right, he's poised on camera, articulate, and intelligent. He has the potential for LeBron-esque domination on the court. If he has LeBron-esque ambitions and marketing endeavors, one billion is within reach. Wow. That was and still is my reaction anytime I hear Zion and a billion dollars together. I mean, think about it. There are only three athletes in the world that are in the billionaires club. That is Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, and Floyd Mayweather. LeBron James himself is not even on that club, and at the age of 34, he's still making moves to be there. I think the big problem I have with everyone that is talking about Zion is the fact that everything is a projection. The basketball world is infatuated with someone who has yet to suit up in the NBA and compete against grown men. Men by the names of LeBron, Kawhi, AD, KD, Giannis, and Steph, 
who they themselves and their teammates are not afraid to humble this 19-year-old kid. Yeah, Zion's got a lot of athleticism. I mean, he's 6'7 and 280 pounds. Nobody, including myself, is arguing with that fact. But the fact is, it takes skill and a lot of other things to make a transcendent star in the NBA. Honestly, can we say that Zion has the skill to be in the NBA? I'm not talking about the skill he demonstrated against teenagers in college. I'm talking about the skill necessary to compete against the world's top athletes in basketball. I don't think that Zion has the skill set to be the next LeBron James, because there are two factors that people are overlooking. Two factors that will prevent him from being that transcendent star that everyone thinks he may be. And number one is health and fatigue. Look, it only took nine minutes in the first NBA Summer League this year for Zion to get hurt. Think about that for a second. He got hurt in a Summer League against his own draft class. And in the second quarter after he knocked knees with a New York Knicks player, his Summer League was over. All eyes were on the big ice pack that he had on his knee. That's a sight that no Pelicans executive nor fan wants to see. But it may very well be a recurring image throughout Zion's career. I mean, that's not the only knee injury the kid suffered this year. Remember that February 21st game where his shoe exploded? Yeah, he suffered a knee sprain not because of the shoe, but because of his foot placement. And with that said, injuries are a part of the business in sports. They may be freak accidents that nobody can predict, but I don't know if you've noticed a trend in the NBA where superstars are dropping like dominoes when it comes to injuries on the court. Just listen to this list. Since Derrick Rose was a Chicago Bull and tore his ACL in 2012, we have seen superstars like Kobe Bryant tear his Achilles, Paul George breaking his leg, Mike Connolly tearing his Achilles, Carmelo Anthony tearing his tendon in his left knee, Jimmy Butler tearing his meniscus, Kawhi Leonard tearing his quad, Gordon Hayward breaking his leg, and now Kevin Durant tearing his Achilles. And I know I'm probably missing more injuries and names, but those are a lot of superstars in a span of seven years that got hurt. Remember, those are the most common injuries that sideline a player for an entire season, as well as injuries that players never fully recover from. And do I fear that Zion is headed in that direction? Yes, absolutely. Scouts this season are already knocking Zion for being overweight due to a lack of playing time. He not only is nursing that knee, but his fatigue will be a big factor come this season. Because the NBA is not the NCAA. The NBA has 82 games in comparison to 35 in college. And that is a big jump for a kid who is 6'7 and in the 280 to 305 pound range with not that much playing time in an NBA setting. Is he at a disadvantage for not playing in the summer league? I think so. The GM from the Pelicans even stated that Zion's injury is not that serious. Whether he's telling the truth or not, the fact remains that the Pelicans are starting load management with a rookie. And if you're not familiar with the term load management, it's a new trend in the NBA where teams are resting their superstar players in preparation for big games, playoff pushes, or the next season. So, if Zion is not hurt, why is he sidelined? To me, that is a big question that might haunt the Pelicans this year 
in October through December when Zion suits up and competes with athletes like LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, etc., etc. Fatigue will kill the kid this year. A lot of analysts have said that Zion nor the Pelicans were in the same situation like Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors when they were resting their injured star before the start of the playoffs. Think about that, guys. The kid has not even played an NBA game, and he's already being rested. And that's where I want to introduce my second factor. Zion is a decade late to the NBA as a big man. The big man no longer has a big role or a big footprint on the game. The era of the dominant players like Bill Russell, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Charles Barkley, Dennis Rodman, Kevin Garnett, Shaquille O'Neal, Yao Ming, and even Tim Duncan are all over. Today, the NBA is all about shooters and dynamic duos, things that Zion does not have. You see, Zion is not a shooter, he's a dunker, and there is no other star on that Pelicans roster not named Zion. With that said, Zion is at a big disadvantage in the new NBA, because big men like Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins, Gordon Hayward, and even Christoph Porzingis to name a few stars, all can shoot. These are the facts, folks. They are not predicated towards bias. They are mere observations of how this league has evolved. And if Zion wants to be the next LeBron James, if he can be the next LeBron James, he has to evolve. He has to perfect his shooting. He has to drop some weight like DeMarcus Cousins did from the Sacramento Kings to the Golden State Warriors. Even if he does all that, he still is at a disadvantage playing for teams like the Pelicans, who are in the Western Conference. The West is the wild, wild West. You have teams like the LA Lakers, Clippers, Houston Rockets, Denver Nuggets, Portland Trailblazers, Utah Jazz, Dallas Mavericks, and the Golden State Warriors, who all have dynamic duos, and who are probably all going to be in the playoffs for the next five years. Again, those are the facts, guys. And yeah, injuries can occur to stars on those teams, but the competition is cutthroat. And to conclude this week's episode, I just want to quickly talk about the boomer bust factor that has plagued pro sports teams around the world. You know, I never really thought about this before, thought about how scary it may be for brands and teams like Jordan and the Pelicans to show kids like Zion the money. That risk and reward factor is huge, and I know it comes down to probability and statistics, but man, I cannot fathom giving a 19-year-old a $75 million deal, and I'm going to bring up this boomer bust debate full circle by naming two names. Derek Rose and Greg Oden. You know, when Zion signed his Jordan deal yesterday, I thought about Derek Rose's 14-year, $190 million endorsement deal with Adidas. It goes down as one of the largest endorsement shoe deals in NBA history. And Zion, ironically, is in the top three already, alongside Rose and LeBron. Whether we look at Rose's deal as a lesson Rose was, at one time, one of the dynamic young talents in the NBA. As a number one overall draft pick like Zion, he was electrifying the league almost in ways that emulated Michael Jordan. But injuries prevented Rose from reaching his greatness, from reaching his potential, something that can happen with Zion. And another name that reminds me of Zion is Greg Oden. Again, Odin was drafted number one by the Portland Trailblazers in 2007, and like Zion, he was deemed a once-in-a-generation type talent. 
He was a big man who everyone thought was going to dominate. But one knee injury, just like Rose, resulted in that hype and that acclaim fading. You see, it only takes one injury. One injury to take a star or a potential star out of the NBA. Am I wishing that Zion will get hurt? Hell no. I hope the kid stays healthy throughout his career. I hope he proves fans like me and other media analysts wrong. But man, there's a lot of what ifs, a lot of questions, and a lot of concerns circulating around that young 19-year-old talent. Only time will tell. But if history has a way of repeating itself, we have to look at that possibility of Zion being a billion dollar bust. Hey guys, thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this week's episode and think someone else will, please share it. You can find me live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and now TuneIn Radio. Until next time, guys, this is Matt signing off for the day.